Welcome to SCGA, Off the Huzzle, the official podcast of the South Carolina Golf Association. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of SCGA, Off the Huzzle. This is a special edition. Just me, Alan Knight, but I'm joined by Rowan Sullivan, the 2021 SC Junior Champion. How are you? Sounds good. Uh... I'm doing well. Yep, yeah, you are doing well. Uh, we're actually here today at the Grant Bennett. You tee off at 1221, correct? Yes, sir. You feeling it? Like, I mean, you feel, you got momentum, right? I've got the confidence, but, uh, you know, I'm just trying to do everything that I did last week, uh, kind of copy my process. And yep. um, last week, what I felt gave me my success was focusing on the process and not the result. And hopefully I can do the same this week. All right, so let's talk about last week because it wasn't, it was not an uneventful week for you. No, sir, it was Round one, you went off in the morning? That, yes. Okay, let's talk. What did you shoot day one? I shot 74, um, and it was just kind of like a meh day. I didn't really have anything going. Um, I just kind of was average with pretty much everything. And yep. then, um, you know, I'd been putting in putting practice before the tournament because yeah, I played in the Southern Junior the week before. Okay. And I didn't putt well there either, and so... I put in a lot of putting practice going into Columbia, and I just trusted in going into the second day and third day that my putting was going to get better, and uh, hopefully, or thankfully, it did. Yeah, I started kind of figuring out or you know getting the hang of it there. Yeah. Um, Forest Lake Club, you said shot seventy four, so that that was three over par. Yes, par seventy one. So you're seven shots lead after the first day, correct? Yes. What happened in round two? You went out in the afternoon. Uh, yeah, I had. 18 hours to sit in the hotel room and kind of think about what I was going to do different. Um, But we got away from the weather that was supposed to come in. It was supposed to be really bad the second day. And there was a lot of people saying we wouldn't even play. Right. And so we kind of got the uh, good end of the deal with the late or the early late. And the rain came in through the morning. And then it was pretty much didn't get a drop of rain on on me uh, in the afternoon. Right. And um, I had eight birdies. And I should have had... I should have had five birdies in a row. I, bur- I doubled three, which is the easiest hole in the course, because um, I kind of hit it in water that's just really not even been played. But oh, number three. It's the pond on the left. Okay. Of the green. I yeah. Just, I don't. I just must have hit a tree or something. I hear you. Um, but I mean, I had like, I had nine one putts. Man. Uh, so that's that's where my putting came into play, and uh, you got it figured out. Yeah, and I had eight birdies, uh, and it was pretty stress free other than the double bogey. All right, so then you are – where are you at going into the final round? Uh, I started the started the, the, the final round one shot ahead. Okay, one uh, shot ahead. Two of, under. Of, of playing with two members. Yes. So you, it's nothing against you, but the, definitely the, the crowd was going for one of the two members, you know. Yeah, going into it, I know Adam and, uh, pretty well. I yeah. got to know Luke better. Yeah, um, both but, good kids. But yes, very, guy, very nice guys. Adam said – I hope you're ready for a big crowd because <laughs> uh, he expected a lot of a lot of carts. We didn't have a lot of carts, but we had a lot of spectators walking. And, yeah, you know that was probably that was definitely the biggest crowd I've ever played in front of. And yeah. on 18, that was the most people I've ever I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, and, that was quite the spectacle. We'll get there in a second. Yeah, and uh, it was really fun to have those people watching me and having those nerves. It was fun. And going into the day, I was like, expect those nerves and. Yeah. Appreciate that you're in this moment and That's right. having those nerves is a fun time. Yep. Uh, so let's go ahead and bring up the bad thing real quick. The penalty. <laughs> yes, sir. So what? That was on hole four, correct? Yes, sir. You you brushed sand off from the collar. So I hit a shot from the rough to the the collar of the green. It was about the ball was probably a foot off the green in the collar, 
and uh, it was next to a bunker. And so people had, we were the last tee time, and people had played shots from the bunker and sand had sprayed up into the collar. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I, was, I picked up a towel to kind of wipe away sand from the green. Uh, that was in my line. And in the process, I wiped away sand in the collar, which is uh, not considered a loose impediment. Correct. Uh, so you can't wipe away sand in the collar, and you, but you can wipe it away on the green. Yeah. Um, so I just... Just did it and yeah, just, went on about your business. Yeah. I had no uh, no guilt or anything. I had no. I didn't know I couldn't do it. And right. so uh, when the rules official approached me on hole seven, I, it was kind of a, a shock. But Yeah. How did you... Uh, I mean, you were just shocked, like surprised. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just had no, I had no idea about the rules. So right. I was kind of just confused for... Tough learning moment. The, I, I mean, I'm glad I learned it that way, and it yeah. came out. It came out good for me. Right. Um, but it, it certainly was a learning experience. Well, how did you keep your focus? I mean, how do you not dwell on that? How do you stay positive? Well, it happens to everyone in the game. It's part of the, it's part of the game. It's it's my playing partner's job to protect the field. Yeah. And uh, you can't hold it against them, or you got you got to respect the game. And, That's right. You know, you got to accept the fact that you broke a rule. Yeah. Um, and you're only in that position maybe once in your life and uh i didn't let that hold me back and i knew that there was more important things than that rules of that ruling and if i was to uh get it done and on 18 and win the tournament then that would be even sweeter looking back and it, that's it, right it ended up being sweet so it's just uh give you a kudos to not let it derail you and just get mad feel like you know i'm saying you already got not the crowd's not against you that's not mm-hmm. the way it's saying it, but they're for the, the hometown kids. Yeah. And then you get this penalty. Where were you when you got the penalty? You had a lead, correct? I was leading by I was leading by four, I think. Okay, and that cut it down. And cut it down. Um, so I was two under through – I went from two under through six to even through six. Okay, could be worse, but – Yeah. Uh, I'm glad I had that start to even it out. And it was pretty back and forth, kind of a grind, really. Uh, you loop. Luke made a little charge. It was in the back. Um, I think I started the back with a two-shot lead on 10, and then I birdied 10. Or I might have started it with a one-shot lead because he might have birdied nine. I can't quite remember. Yeah. But it was tight going into the back, and uh, I birdied 10 to put myself at three under. Uh, And then I had seven pars. Wow. And then I birdied 18, and he was solid. He had on 15 – he hit a shot left of that green, and the green kind of has a huge slope that yeah. goes to the right. And he tried to – he had a shot that was probably, like, the best shot of the tournament, to be oh, honest Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, he hit it 50 feet in the air, and it came down like a pillow and landed right right where he needed it to land. Wow. And it rolled down to about two feet, and he tapped it in for par, which was huge at that moment because he was – he had birdied the hole before yeah. that um, and needed to keep that – he was within – that was to put him within one. Now, and he needed that badly, and he did it. And then he birdied 18, and you looked out for par on 18, correct? I mean, on 17, 17. 17. Yes. Uh, so I took two iron off the tee, and he took driver, just trying to make birdie, obviously. Yeah. And he hit his – I laid up with a four iron. I hit it uh, in the right rough, but I had a good look at the green. Okay. And then he waited. We were actually waiting for quite a while. And so he waited to go for it uh, and hit a long iron, and it caught – the top of the right trees and dropped down right into the pine straw thankfully uh to the left of a tree for him yeah and so he had a he had a fine look at the pin but it was an iffy lie out of yeah. the pine straw obviously and so he hit a really good shot under pressure from 70 yards to 
four feet, five feet in mm-hmm. the in the Brits on seventeen, and I had probably double that, eight feet, nine feet. Yeah. And uh, with all honesty, my if my putt had to hit the hole, it probably would have gone six to eight feet by. <laughs> uh, but I, I I got a, probably a two seventy lip out, and uh, I just tapped in for par. Um, you know, I thought I hit a really good shot, and my putt was a little too it hit too hard, but I hit my line, so I was confident going into eighteen that I was still hitting it good. But I'm gonna talk about eighteen for a second. So you couldn't draw it up any better. You know, you've That's got true. the lead. The local kid ties you up heading yep. 18 and it's an 18 if you haven't been to forest lakes a par three and the way this thing was it was like stadium i mean it, it already naturally it's is but kind we have an amphitheater correct with the raised raised yep. terrain around the green i would venture to say there's minimum of 100 people watching mm-hmm. that shot so luke luke makes birdie the home the home club kid it shows up on the the leaderboard by the green everybody's yeah. like everybody's giving the oohs and the ahs oh i think biff even announced we've got a tie ball game coming to this tee. And yeah. so Luke hits a great shot, in my opinion, at, you know, 15, 20 feet right of the flag. He gets on, it back up on that tier, which is important to get it back there. So right. you got to be on, yeah. you got to be on the right level. And he's gave him a chance for birdie. Mm-hmm. You're next. Yep. You almost make the thing. Yes. Yeah, so I had been, my iron play behind my putting was probably the best, best thing those three days. Uh, I was putting myself in great spots yep. to make putts below the hole. And so, I really didn't want it to go in a playoff. I know my mom would probably have a brain aneurysm. She gets so, she gets so much more stressed than I do. Yeah, um, I can but see that. I was so nervous all day, and I was I was there on eighteen. I was like, I have a chance to win this. Eight iron's my favorite club. Yeah, it's a perfect number for a little punch eight iron downwind, and uh, I trusted I trusted my shot, and I hit a really good one. And I'm telling you, man, I'm surprised. I was waiting for one to go in the water. Just nerves. Final group, <laughs> not you, but anybody, it's yeah. somebody. Uh, and it was it was very impressive, and I've never, I don't think I've ever seen anybody stamp a uh, a tournament victory like that, man. I mean, it was, yeah, you it got was nerves of steel all the time, or no? Uh, well, yeah, one time I had to qualify for the Dustin Johnson World Junior. It was yeah. in March or February. It was a qualifier, and so I shot seventy three, and it was playing tough. It was rainy and it was long, and uh, the TBC Myrtle Beach is actually not not an easy course. It's yeah, pretty, plays pretty hard on, yeah. uh, on a windy day. And so we had three people uh, shoot 73, and the last kid to tap in in regulation play shot 73. So I, sh- I, I was waiting for about two hours in the clubhouse. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, he, came, he comes up off 18, and the, the guy says they're gonna, there's going to be a playoff. And so we had to, tee, we had to 10 T, which is a downhill par four with the green uh, kind of uh, positioned next to a pond. Okay. And so it slopes uh, left to right into the pond. Yeah. And so the pin was front left, for those of people who know the green. And so I kind of almost topped my tee shot on 10 because I was so nervous. And it was like the biggest, probably at that point, the biggest moment in my golfing career, just trying to qualify. Right. And then we had probably 30 30 people watching. um, And... The other kids hit in the fairway. They're a little. They're two years older than me. Yeah. Uh, and I become pretty good friends with one of them, Andrew McLaughlin, who's going to Wake Forest. Nice. In 2022, or his his freshman year will be 23. Yeah. Um. So I hit like a 50 degree wedge to about eight feet and made it, and uh, I made birdie for the first playoff hole and qualified. So I was. Man. That was like I kind of drew on that experience, as I said in the interview on the second day. I've 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 had something like that happen to me before in a playoff, and I know I can be clutch, and if I hit the right shot, then right, I can do it. So what's uh, 
What do you do for fun other than golf? Um, I'm, I like to watch a lot of nature documentaries, actually. I hear I'm, you, I'm, man. I'm big into nature. Yeah. And uh, I don't watch a lot of Netflix. Yeah. Um, but that's the only time I'm going on there to watch nature uh, They got some good stuff. I mean, they're, the, the, the colors and the stories they tell with these shows, I agree. Mm-hmm. And I like to spend time outside. I'm just an outdoorsy person. I grew up in a pretty small town up in Virginia, Bristol, Virginia. Yeah. And uh, only two things it's known for is about is country music and NASCAR. Uh, I was about to say, that's <laughs> on my bucket list. Is going to, I've never been to Bristol, but I will. Yeah, Bristol Motor Speedway is pretty cool if you haven't been. No, you been? Uh, yeah, I have yeah. multiple times. Jealous. Uh, my grandparents live uh, right by the track. Do they really? Yep, and so they, they spend time watching the campers and everybody during race week, and that's their <laughs> favorite pastime now. <laughs> I bet. that's That was uh, used to be a harder, harder ticket to get than the Masters almost. Yeah, a, I mean, uh, ticket. it fits a lot of people. It fits about 160,000 people, yeah. but, they, I mean, they got a ton of people going into that race. Yeah. Um, it's loud, and it's, it's, it's a fun experience. Well, Rowan, I want to thank you, man. I want to congratulate you. On, on your SC Junior Championship. Thank you. That's going to make you a busy man. And, man, just the things I can think off the top of my head. I know it's going to get you. should be the Sage Valley Junior, you know, the Bobby Chapman. There's a whole bunch of stuff yeah. that if you weren't already exempt into, you are now. So I'm really excited. You should be. I hope I hope to carry you carry that success on with you. Have you already got college picked out? No, no, sir. So uh, uh, we got – we're two weeks into it now, so we got a, we got a long way to go. But Okay, you're only two weeks into being a – Eligible, available. Uh, yeah, eligible to talk to yeah. coaches. Yes, sir. All right. So they, you're you're wide open though. I mean, you can. You're yes, a free sir. agent, my man. Yes, sir. You're a hot free agent. It won't stay like that for long. I promise <laughs> you that. So, Rowan, thank, thank you. you. Good luck this week at the Grant Bennett Florence Junior. Thank you, Mr. Knight. And uh, good luck with the rest of your career, my man. Good to talk to you. Yes, sir. The Palmetto Shop is proud to sponsor the Off the Hazel Podcast and the South Carolina Golf Association. We are your one-stop shop for all your screen print, embroidery, and promotional products needs. Our team will work with you from conception to completion. Low minimums to high volume, we can accommodate all your staff or team apparel, uniforms, and marketing needs. You can find us on Facebook as Palmetto Shop, the web at thepalmettoshop.com, or call us at 803-252-5058.